הנה מטה ובמנועים שבסחים גם יחד. I just want to start off by saying how good and how sweet it is to have Eish Gesher join us here in Mavaseret. I want to thank Rabbi Rossman for helping to put this together. There are things in life that are good, there are things in life that are sweet. Not everything that's good for you is sweet, and not everything that's sweet is good. But when Jews get together to learn Torah in the same base medrash, that is good and that is sweet. And there's not enough words in all of language to express how privileged we are to be here in Eretz Yisrael in this moment together. The Gemara in Avedu Zara tells us the story of the death of Rav Hanina ben Tradion. Rav Hanina ben Tradion taught Torah publicly even when the Romans forbade the teaching of Torah in a public setting. He understood that it was very possible that he would be killed for doing so. And the Gemara describes in gruesome detail the death of Rav Hanina ben Tradion. They took a Sefer Torah, they wrapped him in the Sefer Torah, they tied bundles of branches around the Sefer Torah to make sure that Rav Hanina ben Tradion would be burnt along with the Sefer Torah. They took, they took wool and they placed it on Rav Hanina ben Tradion's heart so that the burning wouldn't kill him as fast and that he would suffer the painful death of being burnt alive. And while Rav Hanina ben Tradion is being killed, being murdered, he has two conversations, or perhaps three as we'll see in a moment. The first conversation is with his daughter. His daughter says to him, Abba, must I see you this way? I have to watch you being tortured. I have to watch you being killed. And Rav Hanina ben Tradion responds, and he says, now that I'm dying with the Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who will avenge the Torah will avenge me. That's the first conversation. Then there's a second conversation. A conversation that Rav Hanina ben Tradion has with his Talmidim. And the Talmidim say, Rebbe, what do you see? Ma'ataroa, what do you see? And Rav Hanina ben Tradion gives the famous answer, he says, I see that the parchment is burning, but the letters of the Sefer Torah are parachos ba'aver. They're flying around me. The letters are not being consumed. And seeing how their Rebbe was suffering, they said to him, Rebbe, why don't you open your mouth and allow the fire to consume you more quickly? And he says, Chas v'shalom, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take back my soul in the right time 
A person should not inflict harm upon himself. So there's two conversations. And then, an unexpected conversation. The Roman executioner, who's watching these conversations take place, turns to Rav Hanina ben Tradion and he says to him, if I increase the flames and I remove the wool from your heart, will I have a chilek in Olam Haba? And Rav Hanina ben Tradion says, yes. And he says, swear to me. And Rav Hanina ben Tradion swears to him. And this is what the executioner does. He increases the fire, removes the wool. Rav Hanina ben Tradion dies. And then the executioner himself jumps into the fire. And he dies also. And a baskal comes out from Shamayim and says that both Rav Hanina ben Tradion and the executioner have a chilek in Olam Abba. For those of you who know the Gemara, Yudah Nasi hears this and he starts to cry. There are those that are kind of Olam Abba in a moment. And there are those that are kind of Olam Haba over a lifetime. All of these conversations are strange. It's hard for us to imagine that a, a Rebbe like Rav Hanina ben Tradion, a leader in all of Klal Yisrael, is being burnt alive. This is the time to talk to him. This is the time to say, teach us. I can't imagine that if we were able to watch somebody who was being tortured mercilessly, that we would have anything other than pain in our hearts. It would be impossible to get out any words. At least the words of his daughter we can understand somewhat. She expresses her pain. I can't bear to see you this way. But still, Rav Hanita ben Tradion is like talking to her. He's having a conversation with her while he's being burnt. And he says, no, don't worry. Hashem will revenge my blood just like he will avenge the Sefer Torah. What is the lesson that Rav Hanina ben Tradion in these painful moments is imparting to his daughter? Stranger still are the Talmidim. If Chas V'Shalom, your Rebbe, was being tortured, would you sit and say, Rebbe, what do you see? Give us your last Torah lesson. This is not the time for this. It's not the time to be a Talmud. It's one thing... A Talmud sees a Rebbe in the middle of eating lunch and he says, Rebbe, you have a moment to chap a shmuz. I have a question, something that's bothering me. That's an appropriate time. It's one thing that a Rebbe is walking with his wife and a Talmud will come over and go, can I interrupt you? I have a question that I want to ask. It's not appropriate necessarily, but it's understandable. But who amongst us could watch a Gadol Hadar being burnt alive with a safer Torah and say, New Rebbe, what do you see? What type of question is this? And what is the response of Hanina ben Tradion? The parchment is being burned, but the letters, they're flying. What is he saying? And stranger still, is a Roman executioner, a murderous man. It's hard for us to imagine today what it means to be an executioner. Today we fight wars, not recently, but today we fight wars with a certain sense of distance from the person that's being killed. 
A person sits in an office, there's a drone, they press a button, a person dies, there's a distance. Here we see that the man himself, who's executing Rav Hanayna ben Tradyon, turns to Rav Hanayna ben Tradyon and starts bargaining over his Olam Abba. Swear to me that you'll give me Olam Abba. What in the world is going on over here? A moment ago, this man is a Rosha Marusha. And now he cares about Olam Abba? Where was he ten minutes ago? Obviously something has changed. Something so dramatic, so drastic, that now this Roman executioner says, the most important thing in the world is for me to die with Rav Hanina ben Tradion. He jumps into the same fire that burns Rav Hanina ben Tradion. And he gets the same chilek in Olam Abba. The baskal comes out, they both have Olam Abba. What's going on in this Gemara? You have to understand there's a basic idea. There's a basic idea that's being expressed in this room right now. And Rabosai, I'm begging you to open your hearts and not just your minds to this idea. In the material world, everything, everything is separate. There is no concept of unity in the material world. But in the spiritual world, all there is is achdos. There is no such thing as disparity. There's no such thing as separation in the spiritual world. In the spiritual world, every single thing is one. And even what appears to be different is just the tapestry of life. It's every single unique individual operating together to create this beautiful oneness that we have. There are two types of Torah. There's a Torah of separation and there's a Torah of unity. And who is it that teaches us the Torah of unity? It's none other than Rav Hanina ben Tradion. And it's a Mishnah in Avos. Rav Hanina ben Tradion Omer, Shnayim sheyoshvin ve'ein be'neim divrei Torah, harezem moshev leitzim. And says the Medrash Shmuel, who are we talking about? These two people that are sitting together and they're not learning Torah. To whom is this referring? Is it referring to two guys in the Chadar Ochel? Is it referring to two guys in the basketball court? Says the Medrash Shmuel, it's talking about two guys in the base Medrash. It's talking about two people who can sit next to each other and both are learning Torah. But it's a Torah of separation. It's a Moshe of Leitzim. Each one is thinking in his heart, the other person's Torah has nothing to do with me. There's a cynicism. He learns his Torah, I learn my Torah. It's a Torah of separation. It's a Moshe of Leitzim. But the Mishnah continues, If two people are sitting in the base Medrash and they're learning the Chavrusa and each one of them is contributing to the other one, that's a place of spirituality. That's a place of unity. Rabbi Sai, we live in a world, I hate to say this out loud, it's not the time at all to say anything negative about Klal Yisrael. We live in a world where we practice so often this Torah of separation. This yeshiva, that yeshiva, whose yeshiva is better, what yeshiva does. This whole notion of yeshiva league. That word is a word of separation. Who's yeshiva league, who's not yeshiva league. The word yeshiva today doesn't mean a Torah of unity. Chas v'shalom, it could become a Moshe of Leitzim, a place where we're cynical about each other. Rukhanina ben Tradion says our Torah must be a Torah of the Shekhinah, a Torah of unity. Do you think that when Rabbi Rasman and I conceived of this idea, we were trying to do something kitschy? Ah, 
It's going to be an Achtas day. It's going to be a unity event. The world can go do unity events. We don't need to do things like that. We don't need to stop our regular morning Seder just to have an Achtas event. The greatest Shmirah that Klal Yisrael has is a Torah of Achtas. The opportunity that we're going to have today to prepare Shir, to hear Shir from the Rosh Hashiva, from Berkowitz, is an unbelievable opportunity. Not because we have the opportunity to hear Shir from Berkowitz. That opportunity thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people have had. But the fact that two yeshivas get together and sit and learn in the same base medrash, today in this base medrash, the Shechina is Shruya Beinayenu. It's our Torah of unity. It's not the Torah of Eshkasher. It's not the Torah of Mivaseret. It's the Torah of Hashem. This is the conversation that Rav Hanina ben Tradion's daughter has with him. She says, Abba, I'm watching you burn. And he says, yeah, but I'm bound up with the Torah. It's one with me. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who will avenge the Torah will avenge me because there's no separation today between me and the Torah. That's the level of of spirituality that Rav Hanina ben Tradion has. It wasn't something separate from him. It wasn't a material Torah. It was one Torah. And now his Talmidim say, Rebbe, even though you're suffering, we have a question. And it's the most painful question. It's a question that Klal Yisrael has been asking themselves for Lo'aleinu thousands of years. Ma ata roh? What do you see? Where do we know these words from? It's a pasuk in Nach. It's a pasuk in Yirmiyahu. The pasuk says, Hashem Ma'ataroa, what do you see? Hashem is saying to Yirmiyahu, as you look into the future and you see all the destruction that Klal Yisrael is going to have to suffer, Ma'ataroa, what do you see? This is the question that Rav Hanina ben Tradion's Talmidim said, Rebbe, we know you're dying. So we need to know now, in the middle of the persecution, while you're suffering from the pangs of Gullus, Ma'ataroa, what does the future hold for us? What do you see? And Rav Hanina ben Tradion responds, and he says, there's a parchment to the Torah, and there's letters of the Torah. The parchment is the body, but the letter is the soul. The parchment can be burned, but the letters can never be destroyed. The soul of the Torah can never be destroyed. They can burn our bodies, and they did. These barbarians, they burned our people. But what happens when they burn our bodies, Rav Hanina ben Tradion says, the osios, the letters of the Torah, the soul of the Jewish people, are porachas, that's when we flourish. That's when we flower. It's not just that the letters were hovering. The letters were flourishing. They were flowering. Look at, all, look at Klal Yisrael today. A couple of weeks ago, on the overpasses on the highways, there were signs about democratic reform. To the right, to the left. This country in the summer, they were talking about civil war. And that's not a joke. I had the opportunity this summer to be with NCSY around Telstone area. There's a, a hotel there, and there was a big NCSY Shabbaton. That's a 25-minute drive from my house. 
And it took us almost an hour and 25 minutes to get there because thousands and thousands and thousands of people on a Friday afternoon were marching from Tel Aviv to Yerushalayim in protest of what was happening in this country. The country was on the verge of civil war. And if you would have asked us a month ago, two months ago, what is this country made up of? We would have responded, Chilonim, Haredim, Tzioinim, Mizrachnikim. It was a divided country. And look what's happened in the last two and a half weeks. They burned our bodies and the osios are parachos ba'avir. They burned our bodies and there's a level of achdus that's being expressed today in Klal Yisrael that's unbelievable. If you would have told us a month ago that this is where we would have been holding, nobody would have believed you. Nobody would have believed you. I had the opportunity this morning to speak to Dr. Jonathan Donath, who's the founder of Daily Given. He's an old friend of mine. He was my roommate here in yeshiva. I said, John, how's it going? He said, it's unbelievable. The amount of money that's pouring into daily giving to be given out to Eretz Yisrael is crazy. He said, but I want to tell you about an email that I received yesterday. A Bubba Verchassid, I won't say the guy's name, I don't know if he wants it to be public. A Bubba Verchassid who's been giving $35 a day to daily giving, he upped it to $45 a day. And then he called Jonath and he said to him, and I want to give another $10,000 just to support everything that's going on in general. So Donath calls him up. So what's the pshat? He said, in my life, I've never given money to any of the organizations that we're giving money to today, and I can't tell you how good it feels. Above of Chassid, a guy who, if you walked by him in the street, you might say to yourself, we come from the same nation. We speak the same language. We have what to do with each other. This Baba Verchassid, he can't control himself. A $10,000 gift and he's telling to Donath, tell me what I can do more. I just want to be a part of Klal Yisrael. Rav Hanina ben Travion says, the future of the Jewish people is not in jeopardy. It never will be. There is no question how this war ends. The question is, will we have the capacity to listen to the Musr of Rukhanina ben Tradion in his final moments and say, we're together. Not achdus so that we can survive, just to be clear. I don't mean achdus because we're stronger together. I mean the revelation of what we really are. What we really are, like the Gemara Yushalmi says, is guf echad. That's what we really are. And I want to tell you the secret of this Gemara. The secret of this Gemara is the Roman executioner. At the end of time, when we reach the level of Rav Hanina ben Tradion, when we're all together, our enemies, they want to be with us. Our enemies turn to us and they say, if this is the Achtas of Klal Yisrael, I want to be a part of it. Not only do they not become people that will hurt us, they jump in the fire with us. If our enemies are still against us, it's not because of them, it's because we have not yet reached the bar that Rav Hanina ben Tradion has set for us. On, on Shmini Atzeres, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to, says to us, Stay with me one more day. It's difficult for me when you leave. And the obvious question is, how could we leave Hashem and how could Hashem leave us? No Jew has ever left Hashem and Hashem certainly has never left any Jew. So what is Hashem saying? Listen to this idea. 
My wife shared with me this, this idea. It's an amazing idea. Kikasha Eli Predaschem doesn't mean that Hashem is leaving us or that we're leaving Hashem. It's hard for me when Jews leave each other. That's what Hashem says. It's hard for me when Jews leave each other. On Sukkot, every single Jew can sit under the same sukkah. But then we leave the sukkah. And we go into Chayrovzman. And we're distant from each other. That's what's painful to Hashem. You guys don't know this because you're not yet parents. The most annoying, obnoxious thing that a parent goes through is watching their children fight for no reason. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has been screaming at us for thousands of years. And every once in a while, Hashem gives us a patch, and this was a big one. And we remember, we remember who we really are. Just now, outside in the hallway, right before we came in, I was talking to Rabbi Benevitz. And he reminded me of an obvious truth. We shouldn't be doing this now. We shouldn't be doing it only when it hurts. We shouldn't be getting together and having Mivaserad and Aish in the base measures only when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us that patch. We should be doing this every year. We should be doing this in good times. We should be zaycha to come to your base measures. You should be zaycha to come to our base measures. There's this notion in our world, you guys all went through this as high school seniors. The yeshivas in Israel are coming. And there's a word that's used. It's a disgusting word. It's not a nice word. Recruitment. The yeshivas are coming to recruit. As if you guys are like five-star college basketball players and we're all Mike Krzyzewski. We're trying to come to like recruit the chevra. I got news for you. We're not recruiters, we're rebellion. You're not five-star college athletes. The exception of Johnny. But, but Johnny, food is food. You're Talmidim and we're rebellion. But there's a sense, you'll forgive me for saying this, there's a sense that I've heard from you guys in America. When the yeshivas come, it's like each yeshiva... Like the guys say, like, maybe a little bit like knocking in a, in a subtle way, a different yeshiva. There's a sense, chas v'shalom, of disparity, of separateness. But I can tell you, because Rabbi Green is a dear friend who sits right next to me in shul. How many times, Rabbi Green, we should say it out loud for everybody to hear. How many times have you and I collaborated over the years? How much have I learned from you? How much does Eish Gesher share with us? Baruch Hashem... What you guys perceive is not the truth. And today is a riot. Ma'ataroa. What do you guys see? As you sit here in Eretz Yisrael right now, the guys that made it important to them to stay to be a part of Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael at this moment, what do you see? What do you see? Do you see unbelievable Achtas in Klal Yisrael? You know, there's a mission that Rav Berkowitz has given to the world. Three million people, right, Rebbe? Three million people, that's the number? Three million people? To create achtus over here in our base medrash, as Rabbi Elsan said to me only a couple of moments ago. It's not so difficult. Eshgesher, Mivaseret, we're right next to each other. But what about the next person? What about the next person? What about the next person? What about the Jews that aren't in this base medrash or have no connection to a base medrash? Are we really working... 
to create achdus with them. I think right now, for the first time in my life, I think the answer is yes. And you see these videos, stay off, stay off, stay off, stay off, watching all the terrible videos. But stay on, watching all the amazing videos of what's happening in Klal Yisrael today. My brother-in-law told me he went down this past week, he went down to an army base really far down south with a group of people that made a huge barbecue for all the soldiers there. And he said it was the least likely group of people to ever get together. And it was amazing. And it was amazing. The Gullah starts. The Gullah starts when Yosef is looking for his brothers and he says, As I'm looking for my brothers. Rabbi Sai, we're the brothers that they're looking for. It's us. There's no such thing as somebody should do it. There's no such thing as a Kirov professional. All there is is you. Every single one of us is the you that's being tasked with reaching out to every single other Jew and saying, if we're going to get through this, it's only going to be because we learn our lesson. So Rabbi Rasman, I will end with an invitation. And it doesn't have to be on the exact anniversary. But sometime next year. You're welcome to come here. We're happy to come to you. But in better times, when this is all over, let's do this again. Let's do it again so that we could fulfill the dictum of Rav Hanina ben Tradium, that we should be zaycha to learn a Torah where the Shrina is Shriya Beinenu. Rabbi Sai, have an amazing day of learning Torah together, hanging out with each other, and Be'ez Hashem, will be zaycha to see the Geula Shlema, Mehra Amen.